The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Party die Woodies. Regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with this special news bulletin. Kevin Gassman. A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, your pregame announcer, your pop scene sensation, Gassman. Gassman. One of the carbon blobs from Sanger's M&G. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. I think it's my turn to talk right now. What's up, everyone? And good afternoon to you. Three minutes past two o'clock. That is Pacific time here on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. You are now going global with gas. Man, in this next two hours, we're going to get into some current political and topical and social and really interesting events that have been going on the last week. And then at four o'clock, we're going to hit up some aliens with gas. Yeah, we'll talk about some strange sightings that we've seen and we just amazing stuff that has been going on here, especially in the Phoenix area where we have uh, an orb that we caught on photo as well as uh, someone else caught an orb and an interesting chemtrail. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program as well. But in the meantime, well, we're going to get involved with some music too. That's what the show's about. We like to play some independent artists and to get you guys introduced to some bands that just maybe uh, you not be aware of. So that's what we like to do here. Let's start it off with Captain Squeegee, and the tune is called Shift Happens. So you got to be careful how you say that. Shift Happens. Now, we had Danny Torgerson from Captain Squeegee on our show a few weeks ago. You can find that on the archives on voiceamerica.com variety channel undergoing global with Gas Man. Take a listen to that show. It was quite it was quite the show. I'll just say that much right now. Shift happens. It's Captain Squeegee right here on Going Global with Gas. Man. What's wrong? Are you hungry? Sleepy? Gassy? Gassy? Is it gas? It's gas, isn't it? Yeah, man. <laughs> I dig that music. Soldier is the tune from the album Sounds of Revolution, and the band is Project Out of Bounds from San Diego, featuring Pato Bantan and Kareem Israel there on the tune. So very cool mix right there. Their latest EP that I just got a couple days ago. Very happy to play it right here. I'm going global with Gas Man on the Voice America Variety Channel. This show is all about tomorrow's music today. So if there's a band out there that you listen to that isn't getting the love, maybe you could share it with me here on voiceamerica.com on the Variety Channel on Saturdays. And if it's good enough, I have a real radio show on the FM dial every Wednesday out here in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'll be more than happy to play that tune as well. And you know what they say when you're more than happy, then the, maybe a straight jacket might be <laughs> needed. I'm not quite sure. That was a George Carlin thing, more than happy. It's impossible to be more than happy. 
Heidi Gads with me. I'm happy that she's here with me right now. What's up? Hey. So yeah, you're a little early. I know that. So we're gonna be yeah. shooting the shit here until Aliens <laughs> with Gas begins. And we're good at that. Oh my god, we have so much <laughs> alien stuff. We don't really have a guest today because we're gonna be talking about a couple orbs that we caught on. Well, oh yeah. That I caught on a photo at the UFC, the UFO Congress, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And then I ran into somebody else who took a photo that has a really interesting orb in it, and very crazy stuff. Um, so it's it's gonna be a really con- a f- a fun show. And well, and someone else sent me an orb pick too. It's oh like, really? Yeah, it's very interesting week okay. with the orbs. Yeah, well, the one that I, the guy it, it was Donnie Johnson. You now he runs the Marquee Theater. It is a it's a huge event center here in Phoenix, Arizona, in Tempe to be exact. He said he saw this like this chemtrail going up the sky. And then he saw one of the chemtrails hang a hard right. And just zoom out of the way. Like he said, it was faster than any plane you'd ever seen in the sky. Interesting. With the clouds, it was a smoke maker. Yeah. I, UFOs, why, why would UFOs make us be a smoke maker? It wasn't a UFO. So it was our stuff. Making chemtrails. Making chemtrails. But the, the you'll, you'll see the photo. We're going to post it up a, a little bit on the Aliens with Gas page. It, it literally is a straight line as these two chemtrail planes are going. And then all of a sudden, one of the, one of the planes is hangs a right. It's a hardcore right angle turn, and it just zooms out. Like I said, a plane he'd never seen go that fast. Hmm. And then, it, like I said, you're right. It's like, how can it be a UFO? I've never seen a UFO leave comm trails or chemtrails, either one. Right? It's our planes doing it. Right, it has to be. It's that's a whole, you know. But a hard I mean, the, discussion the, right there. <laughs> the video foot or the photo footage of this right turn will, I think, trip you out. I don't. I don't know if you've ever seen. A, a smoke trail that with a hard right curve or right turn, you know, 90 degree, boom. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Because usually they just cross each other. Right. But it's probably just one of those next level planes that are... It's yeah. it's pretty insane. So it's it's been a minute since I've had a chance to kind of, you know, look through my phone and see what I saved. Right. So that I like to talk about things. And I'm looking at a few things that I have on my phone. Um, some of them are mostly about for the aliens show, right? Of course. Like the the new Dead Sea Scrolls they found. I'm sure you read about that. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later on. But the, this other story I saw that I, was, I saved for some reason, and just the headline alone kind of cracks me up. It's from Canada, and this happened a couple of years ago. Do you remember the the Greyhound bus? The dude that was on the Greyhound bus who killed and beheaded another person on the bus. And started eating that person. What? I don't think I heard about this. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, story. Uh, Vince Lee is his name. I guess his real name is uh, Will Baker. Um, yeah, he beheaded and cannibalized a dude while suffering a schizophrenic episode. Something. And the headline says, Man who beheaded Greyhound bus passenger granted full discharge. What? <laughs> I know, right? Seriously? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they're just hoping he doesn't have another schizophrenic episode. Aren't Canadians nice? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Will you be okay, eh? Just don't kill anybody or eat anybody, eh? <laughs> just keep on your meds, man. <laughs> That's my uh, Canadian accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I got to say that story because I don't know where I could play it <laughs> or talk oh about it. Oh, my gosh. Um, Wait, so he was eating the dude's... Like, yeah, man. Well, the thing from what I remember the story is that he was in the back of the bus, and the, people didn't realize what was going on until they finally figured out that 
The dude killed somebody. Until they turned around and saw some guy with no head. (laughs) I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you. That is an excellent point to stop staring at your phones all the time. That was, well, because well, you know possible. the people are on the bus like doo 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 doo. What's sudden, that strange noise? Oh, whatever. Right. I'm watching this video. This is cool. Oh, turn around. Oh, there's some dude with no head. Right. They could have <laughs> saved that guy. Man. <laughs> they could have saved the guy if they were paying attention. But if you ever rode a Greyhound bus, you don't really want to save anybody else that's on that bus <laughs> besides yourself. <laughs> oh, that's so awful. It's uh, <laughs> <that's> terrible. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, so I'm looking at some of my other tabs that I, I saved. Um, how about, um, did the Oscars just prove that we are living in a computer simulation? Dude. The Oscars. Well, because... Because they named the wrong movie for the for the best movie. They did? Yeah. Oh, my god. They gosh. said La La Land, but it was actually Moonlight. Hmm. Yeah. I'm so out of touch. I don't know. That was kind of a stupid headline. It was, it was a New Yorker. That's kind of a campy... Can't be, uh, well, but what if we are? Because, you know, you heard about that on Thursday night here in the Phoenix area, the sound. Yeah, slash. that was really, I didn't hear anything, but I saw the next day, uh, like all over the valley, people heard this, whatever it was. I heard it. Did you? I thought it was the wind. I may have been drinking. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you may have. So I was like, man, that sure. wind is like really, whoa. And then it wasn't until a couple hours later, I went on the Facebook and I was like, oh, people are, oh, is that what that was? Because people were saying their house shook. They heard the sound. Right. And, you know, there were all those, um, a couple of years ago, I was really looking into this stuff of all these sonic boom type sounds. Um, and, you know, some people think it's harp. Some people think it's uh, something just within the earth making sounds. Some people think it's uh, race or uh, alien you know, extraterrestrial war going on above our heads and with cloaked and that that's what the sounds are. I don't know. Could it have been uh, a meteor coming in? Sure. Making a sound, but wouldn't someone have seen something of that caliber right. entering the atmosphere? A lot of people say they heard the large boom all over the valley, making dogs bark and what have you. No report of an earthquake in the area. Yeah, the house shaking thing was what was weird. My house didn't really shake, I don't think, but I have a block home, so um, it's probably not going to shake unless right. it's a super earthquake. But I did hear this really weird, big kind of like boomy sound hmm. into my house. And I just, you know, thought it was psycho wind hitting the windows. Right. But apparently it wasn't. Craziness out here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, when we come back, though, I want to talk about some of the government craziness that's going on. There's yes. a few stories that are going around this time on uh, online and, and in our capital that are just mine and head scratchers. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> so i got to find a song to play. So what we'd like to do, if you want to request anything, you can more than welcome. You're more than welcome to. That's kind of a weird way to say it. You're more than welcome to send me an email with gas at gmail.com. There are two S's there with gas at gmail.com. Let me know what you want to hear and what band, where they're from. And that's what the whole show's about going global with gas. You get that right? That part is, you know, playing music from <laughs> all over the place. So from all over the place, I'm probably going to find something from right here in Phoenix just because, you know, <laughs> the way it goes. As we uh, are heading to our next break, then we're going to come back and talk more here on the uh, voiceamerica.com variety channel and wrong folder Heidi 
Yes. Tell people where they can find our alien show. They can find our alien show on Facebook. Uh, you can find our aliens with gas, two S's, by going to www.alienswithgas.com. And there you will find links to our SoundCloud page, to the iTunes, to our YouTube page, which we have a couple of videos up. And you can go to Instagram and follow us because we're always putting pictures up and Kevin is always <laughs> working his meme magic. I know, right? I got I got some good ones. He does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They'll make you laugh. I, I had sta- stations our latest picture. If you don't know who station is, <laughs> well you need to you need some help. Uh, Bear Ghost is the band. <laughs> Necromancy and Dancing is the tune. These guys were hot for a minute here in Phoenix, and they're, they're still hot, actually. So, But they, they had a pretty big big year last year, and we're going to continue it on on the show here. So check this out here. It's independent music from Phoenix, Arizona on Going Global with Gas. Man. While at the construction site, Bobby finds a small idol that was unearthed by one of the workmen. Bobby is unaware that according to ancient island superstition, the idol is taboo and brings bad luck to those who touch it. From this moment on, strange things began to happen. A heavy wall decoration just misses Bobby. Alice hurts her back with a strap on while wearing the idol. Then Greg wears the idol for good luck in a surfing contest and has this terrible accident. Now, minutes later, the family frantically searches for Greg. His surfboard is floated ashore, but Greg is nowhere in sight. There he is. I think every song is good to the last drop <laughs> here it on is. this show. Valley of the Sun is the tune. The band is called Statues of Cats. Band from Phoenix, Arizona. Meow. <laughs> There's a ton. It's funny about cats. I was just thinking about this. My roommate rescued a couple cats. They're feral, and he named them Jiminy and Cricket. <laughs> right, they're cute kitties. Yeah, too. they're cute cats and everything like that. But they're they 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 fear human hands. You know, that's just the way it is. The way they're brought up. So I'm thinking, like, why even bother naming them? Like, if I'm gonna name a cat, and I already named them myself, basically, I'm naming them my own names. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm giving them my own names. Yeah. What are those names, Kevin? <laughs> hey and Kamir. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm calling them. Is that so. like <laughs> the pig that a person raises and calls it pork chop? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter because that's what you're going to be. All right, so you're hanging out with us here at 335 on this, what, Saturday afternoon, Voice America Variety Channel. Going Global with Gasman is the name of the show. And then at 4 o'clock, um, our time, Arizona time, we will transform into aliens. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I so I so blocked you on that one. We, okay, let's do it again. I'll edit it down. <laughs> and we will transform into... Aliens. With gas. And uh, we're really excited about this, this show. We're going to be airing uh, a part of my interview with Uli John Roth. Now, Uli John Roth was an original member of the Scorpions. And he left in, I think, 75 or 76 and to do his own thing. And I had a chance to talk with him. It was about a half an hour conversation. And actually, I, I was in the room for, with him for an hour. <laughs> but the interview was about a half an hour. So I'm going to play a clip of that interview during the show next hour. And then the rest of that interview will be available on our podcast page. So if you want more information on that, just check out our website. It's alienswithgas.com. And there are two S's there. It's the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. We like to play some tunes. And we got a band from right here called Black Bottom Lighters. And I, was, I ran into their manager last night over at the Jeff Tate show 
And he's like, they have a song called Astronauts. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, we're going to play that then. So nice. So we'll jam some of them. And they're on tour right now, and uh, they're playing, I believe, in Flagstaff with Catastro. And that's up there in, in Flag. So, all right, um, last night, Heidi. Yes. <laughs> we're going to get to our other stuff in a minute. But I, I went to see Jeff Tate. Now, Jeff Tate is the lead singer of the band Queensryche. Right. So now he does his own thing with, with this band called Operation Mindcrime. Now, Operation Mindcrime was a huge album from them in 87 or 88 and he comes out in this acoustic tour and pretty amazing band two acoustic guitarists one's playing lee one's playing rhythm you had a guy on a box doing the beat and then you had a violinist yeah that's what you're <laughs> saying yes so it was a really <laughs> interesting mix of tunes and it was a great time but the kicker of the whole show was wasn't the jeff tate part it was my good friend john gowans who opened up for jeff tate yeah and so now when shows start, not everyone's there. Right. So not everyone was there for my friend to start off at 7 o'clock in the evening. Mm. There was a handful of people in the crowd. It was fine. But, you know, music's on stage. It's time to shut up and watch and pay attention. Well, these ladies next to me. Now, now mind you, I'm sitting in the front row here, okay? Again, nobody's in the place. So I'm just like, I'm going to sit in the front row. Right. These two ladies next to me are talking during John's performance. <gasps> How rude. <laughs> I'm just like, Right. There's first row etiquette, and these ladies had no idea what first what yeah, that means. They should have gone to the back, man. That's what I'm saying. Or outside, if they're not going to be respectful of the musician. Right. So they they were just yapping away. She was looking at her phone. They kept talking, and so I was like, I was relaxed on the chair. My back's on the against the rest. My arm is up against. You know, I had a buffer chair between these two ladies, so <laughs> my arm was up on the chairs, kind of chilling and relaxing. And they were just talking, and it wasn't. They weren't shutting up. So I'm like, all right, I got to do something. So I made the gesture of, of like sitting on the edge of my seat. I made that gesture <laughs> of sitting on the edge of my seat and like kind of leaning in and looking over them, over to them a little bit. <laughs> and they caught it. They caught me and they're like, they kind of stopped talking. And then I slowly pointed to the stage. <laughs> Good job. Good for you. <laughs> because I didn't want to be an asshole because think about it. This is my good friend on stage. It show just started and I'm already going to start some shit with somebody. Right. I had to be very careful about my choice of letting them know that you guys are talking and, you know. Yeah, shut up. And these aren't my seats. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> good job. Thank you. See, more people should speak up about stuff because then it teaches a lesson. Well, listen, I mean, you are in front row. You're there watching music. That's what the front row is all about. If you want to talk, Go outside. It's that simple. Yeah. I mean, you're being rude, and it's just, it's, look, if you're at a bar, it's one thing. I don't care. That's you, you're a musician. You have to play over the talking at a bar. You have to play over the talking at a venue, even. But like when you're at a show, and there's seats, and you're there right. to watch, and you pay attention. Tickets, right. Because other people, too. Absolutely. That paid for tickets. Right. Or got them comped. <sighs> my, my ticket was not comped. I will, I will definitely say oh, that. Wow. So you're yeah. a good friend, then. John's lucky to have you. Well, you know, he, he, be <laughs> he yeah, he wanted me there, so I'll, just say, <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, that's Heidi Gad, by the way. My so, name's Kevin Gassman, and you are going global with Gassman. And uh, by the way, I'm going to throw the phone number out. We have a Skype line, so if you, um, I'm not going to add you as a Skype guest, maybe I can do that. But if you want to call, the phone number is there, 480-409-1439, 480 that is the number for the Skype. We'll want to jump in. We have like listeners all over the world, and one of our biggest spots is is Sweden. There's a lot of people in Sweden listening, and I gotta say this: I want to come to Sweden for sure. Yeah, love to check that out. Invite us. The, I know uh, the, this band called Cold Spell. 
They're out of Sweden, and I know. Uh, Are they metal? Yes. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of good metal in Sweden, man. Well, Sweden's got the the death metal, the dark metal, yeah. right? What's it called? What do they call it? Um, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But, there's a uh, special name for it. Oh, there probably is, and I can't think of it. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a pretty it's pretty heavy stuff. I mean, they're not messing around. Like not like stone or rock, but like. I, I think. Um, oh, there's a band that's touring. They're I think they're Viking band or something like that. Oh, not uh, yeah. So do they wear like the you no? Know, the, <laughs> but the there's but their stage setup was a big boat, like a big Viking boat. <laughs> that's awesome. A- Amon Amarth. Okay, <laughs> that's their name. Amon Amarth. A M O N A M A R T H. Amon Amarth. All I right. What that translates to? I don't know, but maybe we can look at that online. But it's they were really heavy. They were really good, and I really enjoyed the show. But I was thinking about their name, because Amon Amarth sounds a lot like I'm on a moth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's like, how do you, what's, I'm on a moth. Just think about that. Think that if you're on, you're on a moth, that's what the, <laughs> all right, never mind. <laughs> Did you look it up yet? I'm trying to. I don't know if I spelled it right. All right. Um, so this is kind of a newer version of the show. I, I've been doing this program, Going Global with Gas Man. For about a year and a half before I took a break, now we're back on the air. So the show back in the day had a bunch of little segments and different things that we did, and I'm kind of flying more by the seat of my pants in this one here. But we can always play drug code, we can play porno music or not. I mean, there's a bunch of games that I I can play, and uh, if you want to join in, I have nothing to give away, but just the pride of winning a game. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, I looked it up. I'm on so a the band takes ex- takes its name. Oh my gosh! Takes its name from the Sindarian name of Mount Doom, a volcano in J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Does it, now look up the metal band. See where they're from. Sweden. They are from says, Sweden. Says the Swedish melodic death metal band. <laughs> there you go. It's um, death metal, man. Yeah, but it's good. I, I mean, like, I'm not really a big fan of a lot, a lot of that stuff. But I think the guitar playing and the riff and the riffs are something that grabbed my attention. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. You know, if you want to get into music real, real fast, the sound of music and not the movie, but just the <laughs> just, like, the, Whoa, just the sound that music plays. All right, Metallica is coming back into town here. I want to go. I want to talk about this for a minute since we're talking about metal. Metallica is coming into town now. Metallica, of course, you know, made it big with their first four albums, culminating with "And Justice for All." before they went into the Black Album, right. 1991, which shook up a lot of people. Yeah, It, it shook their foundation of fans, that it album, did. because they changed their sound. They completely changed their sound. And that takes a lot of balls. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the Beatles did it. So you can put the Metallica uh, sound into a category of creating something new, because I think you wouldn't have your Mudvayne or Slip, Slipknots or bands like that. I don't, maybe not. I mean, without Metallica's new sound. Yeah. Because they were so influential back then, but they also lost a lot of their fan base. Because I mean, it's just w- when you expect something so nor- so you know, four-rate albums of these just long guitar riffs, these songs that get seven, eight minutes of headbanging, you know, musical right. pleasure. Does it's not there anymore? Yeah, you know, that's what you want. That's what you want to hear. You know, I mean, it's they they really did a different sound, and uh, I I just don't think it's the same anymore. And I, 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 I don't want to pay half half my rent to watch them either. Right. You know? Well, but were there, do you think there are fans that after uh, maybe a couple of their changed records, like, became fans again? 
Possibly. I mean, everyone's like, well, the newest stuff, the hardwired is, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's really good. It reminds me of the old stuff. And I'll listen to it. It's not bad. It's, it's good. It's just, I don't know. I think the feeling is past for me. Yeah. You know, I think for that band, I really, it really has. I haven't really got anything past the Black Album anyway. I had never really get listened to it. And then Black Album was pretty disappointing. I saw them on tour in that tour three times. And was, they're obviously, they're great performers and I love going to see them, but it's just they opened up with Inner Sandman, and I thought that was a really weak opener. It just yeah. didn't really feel right um, it, it, because they opened up with the with the uh, the, the gold, you know that uh, you know the radio sp- song, the spaghetti or. western, you yeah. know, I forgot <laughs> what it was called. Anyway, that's what Metallica did, and uh, they used to be the band that where you played live in your room. It meant stay out, right? And then after the Black Album, it was like, come on in, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Metallica. Want to join me? Well, and when you've seen like a show with a band like that, that you like had the you know those favorite records, you saw that concert. If you go see them again and they don't play any of that stuff, you kind of like get disappointed a little bit. So right. you know you want to keep that memory, like oh yeah, that was awesome. Right, and I, I have that, and I don't need to tarnish it. I don't need to sit upper level, you know, at a at a big huge stadium and pay 120 bucks to watch a band that I'm I'm not going to be more involved with you know on big screens yeah on big screens and you're going to get a little bit of a time delay yeah (laughs) so i just it doesn't it just it loses it you know i mean like i can go see anthrax or megadeth even or or slayer iron maidens coming around again i mean these bands that have maintained their sound and and their tradition and their fan base and it's been solid ever since so and that's your jam it's not like yeah it's not like (laughs) Like Metallica got maybe, well, we're going to get stale doing the same thing. I don't know. Ask Testament. Ask these guys that I just mentioned. They're yeah. Not, they're not stale. It's good. They're still rocking out. If you're good, dude, you're good. All right. Let's chill out. All right. So um, I'll play a song. I'm going to come back, and then we'll wrap up the whole week's events. Sounds these, good. These guys are called the Black Delta Movement. The tune is called Seven Circles, and I got contacted from their promoter. They're from England. So check these guys out. Total independent music from around the globe. Right here, I'm going global with gas. Man. It's the Black Delta Movement, and Seven Circles is the tune. Kicking back on your Saturday afternoon with you guys here on the, the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. And you'll catch the replay tonight at 2 o'clock in the morning, Pacific Time. And then Sunday, we replay the show again at the same exact time, so 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 2 a.m. Pacific Time over the weekends. And then it's available podcast-style coming up on monday nice all right so that is heidi gad and my name is kevin gassman that's who uh who i am if you're wondering and uh, we're hanging out with you until another hour plus because in about 10 minutes we're going to do some aliens with gas the radio show the extraterrestrial rock show and looking forward to talking about the orbs and we're going to get danny to call in he's on tour right now with the badfish right yes yeah so he's going to call in and talk about the orb that um, a, a picture was snapped. If you follow, follow us on Instagram or on the um, on, on the Facebook page, you'll see the picture. Yeah. Is, of, is it on our website yet? Of this orb. No, you know what? I'll put it on the website yeah. by the time tomorrow night for the radio show. So you guys can take a look at it there, too. A lot of places to check it out, but it's a purple orb. Yeah, it's very... Yeah. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Exactly. All right. So in the meantime... We are uh, going to wrap up the, the Going Global version of the show. And <laughs> I just, I just want to kind of... I have no idea what's going on, just so everyone knows. This is, this is kind of like, <laughs> you never do, right? <laughs> no, I don't. No. Um, Kevin surprises all the time. I'm trying to get my... 
my sound clip. Here, see, this is this is where I'm gonna uh, air it out. Everyone, flare your nostrils in old factory anticipation. So yeah, that's my little sounder. <laughs> I like to say that it's time to, you know, confess a little bit. Um, okay, it's a lot of things going on around this uh, around the world right now, but mostly it's all eyes on us here in America. And we want to, you know, everyone's probably freaking out. Maybe we're being, uh, I don't know what people think about us. You know, did, did they feel sorry for Americans because of the government that's controlling what we're, you know, what we're all about to the world is, is a little, uh, I don't know. <laughs> questionable. <laughs> I mean, questionable is a good word. I guess you can use that. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like, what's going on over here? What, I mean, what is going on here? The, the latest thing is uh, Jeff Sessions. Now he's the... <laughs> He's Hank Hill's dad. <laughs> Have you ever seen <laughs> okay. Hank Hill's dad? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cotton, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely looks like that guy. Well, apparently, when asked if he had met with Russians about the election, he said no. And uh, apparently, that's, well, not quite true because he did meet with the Russians, but it wasn't about the election, apparently. We don't know. But that's the story that Sessions went with was that no he did not end of story boom we're done but now we find out that he did talk to him so shouldn't he have said well yeah I I did talk to him but it wasn't about the election so you would think if he didn't have anything to hide why not just disclose it if it was innocent Right. No problem. It's like this is what I do I'm you know I'm busy the armed armed, uh, uh, forces uh, committee I think he's on that so it's like like whatever it is he's a diplomat and he meets other diplomats and you know I, I read the the comments on facebook and people are defending this and it's really bizarre to see this being defended right <laughs> like just if these get rid of this guy though i'm sure they'll replace an equally yeah. weird a-hole so don't worry about it you know this guy he lied he basically you know he, he basically lied or misled or whatever it was and, and now he's recusing himself of any kind of investigation into this russian connection which claimed the the jobs of a few other people before him Ugh. well he himself committed alternative facts right <laughs> he did so it's very fascinating on what's going to go on about this i mean look I, you have to have i think re- let go of the pride of your party and think about being an american about what it's like overall i mean party should be third be you know? responsible right i always say for me you know i'm a i'm a human being first i'm a man second and i was born in this country third because yeah. we don't get to choose where we're from right we only get to choose where we go. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. So we'll, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll do some aliens. How about that? Yeah. How, how about them apples? You guys should still listen. Do you like them apples? aliens are good. <laughs> aliens taste good. <laughs> if oh, they're an apple. Oh, we got to eat our alien ice yeah, cream Yeah, that's too. why I was looking at that. I was spacing out on that. <laughs> it's like Kevin got this, uh, it's out of this world alien ice cream freeze dried ready to eat natural yeah we'll do that next hour yes all right (laughs) we'll be back with aliens with gas up in smoke that's where my money goes In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a toke 
all my cares go up in smoke. <laughs> Bien smoke, donde todo es libre. There are no signs que dicen no fume. So I roll a bomber y me doy un buen toque. Después I choke Y todos mis cares Go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up in smoke That's where I wanna be Cause when I'm high The world is low Don't bother me When life Stopping the execution of all captured prisoners of war. In Australia, Mr. Perry Packer's cricketers are still pleading by this is my court decision. This is the voice of Grimaud, representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command, speaking to you. For many years, you have seen us as knights and scholars. We speak to you now, to service and that we have done to your brothers and sisters all over this, your planet Earth. We come to honor you of the destiny of your race and your world, so that you may communicate to your fellow beings the course you must take to avoid the disaster which threatens your world and the beings on other worlds around you. This is the way you share and great awakening as the planet passes into a new age of Aquarius. The new age can be a time of great peace and evolution for your race, but only the rulers are made of generosity and can understand their judgment. Jr., a retiring former state representative from New Hampshire. Thank you for your attention to this brief message concerning the world's interaction with both Earth-based and off-world astronauts. Hey, 
What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? You got to check it out, little boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. Now, 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 now. Kind of grabbed you by the boo-boo, don't we? I can hear my very ground. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. I was taken into the first room, Barney into the second room, where we were given, uh, as the leader, as I call him, gave us testing. There were loving beings, and for purposes of identification, I call one the leader, because he seemed to be in charge of the project of doing this testing, and he was the only one who spoke English. Then there was the examiner who did the testing, and then there were nine others we called crew members they stayed outside the room in the corridor. Our examinations were very much similar in that with both Barney and I, they checked our eyes, ears, nose, throat, took samples of our hair, fingernail, and they scraped our skin. With me, they touched my body with little points on wires. They said he was checking my nervous system. And then they attempted to insert a needle-like instrument in my navel. I objected that it would hurt, and he said it shouldn't hurt. When he did this, it caused a great deal of pain. He said it was a pregnancy test, and I said, well, that's no pregnancy test here. Aliens. With gas and Betty Hill right yeah, there. that is the Betty Hill interview. Yeah, they talk about the pregnancy test, and that didn't come out till maybe 15 years later. Yep. Yeah, that is a, it's a remarkable case and just the fact of how upstanding they were in the community, you know, it's a pretty reliable account, I think. I think so too, you know, like we had their their niece on our show a couple weeks ago, that's the past um, show we did on the 19th, was the 19th, 19th or 18th? Yes. Something like that, and uh, she was on the show telling us a little bit more detail on the ordeal they went into, so pretty fascinating to get a clip of this as well and i have a pretty cool little stanton freeman bite i'll play in a minute nice. too, so, <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's a little bit more of this betty hill uh, testimony i'll play in a few as well uh, i was gonna say it's kathleen martin yes and she is uh co-authored several books with stanton friedman right as well as her own well it's funny is the clip is you know really a long time ago so you it's then it shows stanton talking about his belief in this event it's like basically this how, how, can, how can you not think it's true right you know another one of those how do you not think it's true and uh welcome to the program by the way the, the extraterrestrial rock show has begun here on the voiceamerica.com variety channels we do it live on the internet yeah we are live right now and uh, we're going to be radio played tomorrow night on 99.1 fm at 93.9 fm in phoenix arizona and then it'll be available for podcast listening pleasure by monday yes <laughs> so that's how we roll here so listen yeah and then, you know listen again if you you know hear us live maybe go right. on soundcloud podcast us yeah absolutely follow us on instagram also but let's talk about the ufo congress one more time we never really got a chance to kind of re regather our thoughts about it because last week we had a mufon investigator with us for the whole show yeah so heidi i know you had a few things you wanted to talk about as well as uh, we'll talk about a picture yeah. that i took of the three of us that is pretty fascinating. Mm -hmm. So, and we're going to hear from Danny as well. He's going to be calling us up. I hope I have my Skype up ready to go, but it should be going. 
And uh, go ahead, Heidi. Um, so what I was going to say was uh, the UFO Congress, right? Yes. There was like so much stuff. But I did take some notes. And a couple of things, one thing I found interesting, um, Alejandro Rojas was giving his speech. And remember that show we did on that cube UFO? Yes. Well, it's discovered that it's a cube satellite. And there's like a website you can go to. It's like CubeSat dot com or something to that effect um but you know everyone was saying it was a cube ufo but it turns out it's a satellite it's a sa- it's all right, some so weird kind of satellite some agency has created okay so that burst that bubble right it looks <laughs> right. like the borg though you know from uh star trek like the giant square no, see, now this yeah. might be an odd moment in, you know, where you know about that <laughs> and I don't. So <laughs> the girl knows more about Star Trek than the dude. <laughs> well, I get that sometimes. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> it's all good. I'm, it's okay. I'm learning episodes. I, I think we might have talked about the whole Star Trek and Star Wars thing yeah. here on the program before, and we, we don't really pick sides. <laughs> I go on all sides. Just so you know. <laughs> um, all right, we'll move on on that one. Um, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so all right, so that that was that thing. That, so that kind of quelled a little bit of. Uh, so if you see that in the sky, you know it's a, a real satellite deal. Yeah, and something else I found interesting is there's a reward um, out for Roswell information, like um, you know, like a piece of the wreckage. Right. You know, because that happened. People went out there, you know, when that happened back in the day. Right. And so there's a, a reward, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then I'm still, you know, kind of tripped out on the whole Yvonne Smith and uh, Kathleen Martin. Uh, but Yvonne, about the dream thing and the ecological disaster, you know? Yeah, you, you mentioned that last week yeah. and that kind of uh, stuck in my head a little bit. Because she, what just you know what Yvonne Smith was saying, she has twenty five years experience in the field. Uh, she's received all these messages from all these people um, that feel there's something coming with the environment. Um, in two thousand eleven, she started really getting these patterns from experiencers, and they've gotten more frequent. Um, and these people are feeling like there's something they're supposed to do. They have these intense feelings, even new clients, old clients, because she is a, you know, a counselor. She helps people who've been experiencers. Um, but they have these feelings to do something. Um, and they're not really sure um, why they feel time's running out. Um, and she said it. this stemmed back from 92. Um, she had uh, tons of experiencers who said the same thing feeling this ecological disaster. They're getting visions and dreams of barren land where forests had been. The urgency has been accelerating. Um, There's a man by the name of Jim Sparks that recalls his ET experience without memory blocks. And they, the message they gave to him was blue planet is dying because of our own mismanagement. Hmm. So, you know. But that's always been the message we get. Right. And that's the constant message we get. Yeah. So, I mean, is that an Earth message that has to use an alien being or an alien theme to get the message across? Or they're just actually telling people. Right. That so, the yo, contactees, you know. Right. We know we know what happens if you keep going down this path. Right. I mean, now you know. Of course, recently we have all these you know economical or uh, all these environmental 
uh, regulations being removed. You know, and the, talking about right. the, the coal, the coal mining, the polluting the water that they're releasing. You know, it's, I guess it's okay to do so, or not say it's okay to do so, but I think it's more like they'll look the other way if something happens, type of thing. Well, in fracking, you know, right. that like releases in Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, um, one thing I've learned about fracking this week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that um, it releases all this methane into the water. Right. So there are people that you know are having they have to open their windows when they take showers people they can't have even like, drink their water people have like blown like caught fire and stuff it comes out all lit up yeah yeah that's it's disgusting and you know when, when those politicians are asked if they want to drink their water they're like no thank you right oh really okay but yeah. it's okay for us yeah yeah i get that all right let's uh well we got danny on the phone at least it better be him danny <laughs> danny you there greetings what's up man What's up? I call in peace. <laughs> <laughs> where and where are you? You're on tour with Batfish right now. So where are you in the country? I'm on the planet North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> are you it's an interesting place. I've been in North it's Carolina. Beautiful. The sun is setting over here. I'm a couple hours ahead. We just had our sound check. Good times all around. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. You got a couple hours on us too. So your showtime's coming up pretty quickly. So uh, thanks for calling in for sure. But let's get to what we're talking about. We're talking about the orb in the photo that I captured the three of us in at the UFO Congress a couple weeks ago. Not only was the orb, it was it was right on your neck. Yeah. And it's purple. Yes. And it's like it's so classical orb shape, but then with like the coloration. I was blown away when you sent me the picture. I didn't feel necessarily anything unusual in that moment, but just being at the conference in general is sort of a heightening experience. So right. I, I, I just couldn't believe it when you sent it to me. I, I was flabbergasted, actually. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that I didn't notice it until I did notice it. Yeah, like five days later. Yeah. So Heidi notices it, and then I'm looking at my phone, and I'm going, all right, let me look at the original picture, and I look at it, and I realize I took two pictures that time, and I look at the other photo, there the orb is again, but it's moved. It's moved, it's moved, actually what it is, the picture that I didn't post was the first picture. Right. So you, so Heidi got a little closer to Danny, so the orb was just a little bit off your, off your neck area, and then when Heidi got closer to you, that's when it moved in more over your throat area. I just love that there are two photos. You right. Know, so often, um, people are forced to kind of defend only one picture in that moment, and usually the way to you know throw it to the side is to say that, oh well, that was just once; it was a fluke. Right. It was a flare. It was an unusual moment for the camera. But then having two <laughs> right after one each other. I mean, That's I, what I said. It's so legit. I know. I feel sort of honored. Well, you know, yeah, what also makes it legit is like, you know, your head doesn't move in either of those photos. And if you look at the background, it's the same. So my hand where I was holding that camera just took two photos from the same exact space. So you can't say it was a reflection. And what would it be reflecting on? Right, we're inside. On your skin? What's it reflecting on? I mean, I showed two people this photo and they're like, it's a reflection. I'm like, no, uh, it's not. Look, it's on two different areas in this photo. It's impossible. Where? I don't right. know what's reflecting. I don't know either. And it's like, well, I try to get that camera. I, I try to get that reflection look sometimes on my own camera. I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, the sun. <laughs> right, or the anything. Like, we're right. inside. Yeah, they're confusing it. Exactly. They're confusing it with, like, a solar flare. Right, but right. there's nothing like that happening in there. I mean, that's just, like, 
a sort of a dim room, actually. It kind of was, right. And we posted it. We actually tagged a few people who are, you know, seers in that world. And she, one lady, Marilyn, said there was many orbs in that picture. Yeah, and I was trying to get well, her to expand on that. Right. And someone in the comment section, when you posted it, made some really interesting arguments about how we were surrounded by crystals and ancient stones and sacred geometry. I mean, especially that spot that we were in right there. Yeah. I mean, we, we could not have been in more of like a local epicenter of crystals yeah. and, you know, arguably magical items. So <laughs> I'm not surprised that whatever, whatever is happening around us was maybe amplified. I, I remember Heidi said something like that to me and it made sense. So... Was it, I drunk just, when I said that? It's just fascinating to see it happen at home. <laughs> no, it was it was amazing. Yeah, like I said, when I saw the 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 second picture on my camera, which was actually the first photo, and I noticed that thing. I mean, that, that it's, it sent chills down my spine. And what's interesting is is was when Heidi got closer to you, it moved closer to you. And Heidi, you said you felt or saw light during that time. Well, no, because what I, was weird is I when Danny and I leaned in and. I saw your photo. It was the light behind us. I just had said, oh, man, did you see how that light came out behind us? But then in the pictures, there was a light, but it was a different light. <laughs> That's more what whoa. I meant. Like, whoa. <laughs> but seriously, if you zoom in on that, have you guys zoomed in on the photos yet? Like, I mean, zoomed yeah. in. Oh, I did. Right. So you can see, like, the little plasma like off the edge of the circular part of the orb. If you look in there, you see like these little like, you know. I don't know if I got that close, really. Well, the, the one over the throat has got the the white dot on it, that white yeah. light on it. What that, does that mean? <sighs> what do you think, Danny? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I just, I can't express to anyone listening how spe specific that is to have happened to us at where we were, you right. know. We weren't just out and about. We were literally at the UFO conference where I have seen presentations for years of orbs and have heard arguments for the orb phenomena. I believe that's where I really felt close to the orb phenomenon was maybe the second conference I went to when I saw a handful of really great presentations on why the orb phenomenon is so vast and consistent and, you know, almost provable. There's videos of orbs. You know, you know, you know Danny? And, and it seems to be a different thing. It's not a spaceship, you know? It's a different part of the UFO world. Right. Yeah, man. Right. It's, it's, another, it's on another plane, another astral plane, if you want to go in that direction. Donnie, uh, Donnie Johnson, he's the uh, um, manager of the Marquee Theater, right? And yeah, Danny, you know him. You know Donnie. Yeah, did he, did he chime in? <laughs> yeah, so I saw him last night, and he goes... <laughs> Because, you know, he's like, I don't believe in aliens, but check this out. Look what I saw. <laughs> you know? And he, he, yeah, I don't know. He's just like that. I don't know if you saw the, the photo he posted, but I'm going to post it on our page soon. He took a picture of a chemtrails of going in one direction, then one chemtrail making a hard right 90-degree turn and taking off like, a, like a, a plane he had never seen take off so fast. Yes. And, and in that picture is a green orb. In a shadow. Yeah, in I the shadow. In the shadow, he took four different pictures. That green orb is in different spots every picture. Well, and he ended up deleting that because he was getting ridiculed by people. I saw that whole comment thread. He, oh, really? And I jumped in on it, and I was, you know, supporting that he, you know, had an inclination that there was something important that he had photographed. Oh, man, people were ridiculing but, him? 
Yeah, he didn't say anything it, about that. that. People were ridiculing him? And well, just, you know, whenever you make the chemtrail post on Facebook, <laughs> right. I think you're obviously opening yourself up it's to true. some type of backlash well, from either <laughs> naysayers or people that, just, you know, have barely looked into the subject. <laughs> yeah, barely looked in. Well, it was funny at the end of the conversation, uh, Donnie, something like, uh, I, I need more proof. Than, I, you know, that's not proof enough or something like that. And I go, what about 9-11? He's like, I'm not going in that conversation with you right now. <laughs> 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 so I, was kinda, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, he's, he's a really cool guy. He's he awesome. Really no, he's I, I totally dig it. I'm glad he shared the photos with me. So he says I'm, I can take the photos and post them, which I will, and I'll show them online. You can follow uh, on our uh, Aliens Gas Facebook page. But in the meantime, uh, you know, I, Danny, uh, thanks for hanging with us and, and telling the story, man. Anything else about this that freaks you out at all? Or well, I will say that. I had a really positive experience at the UFO conference. For sure. And I felt like I was like 300% being myself around a lot of people who were in that same, uh, you know, mode. Right. So I'm not surprised that we had an experience like that. Right. In a place like that. You know, we're even on Native American reservation. <laughs> right. So I just want to say thank you for <laughs> both capturing that picture and being there for me for these cool moments that we had together, and I hope there will be plenty more. There will be, <laughs> dude. I, I'll tell you what, man. I I spent three days there, the longest I ever had at a, at a conference like a, like this. And you were the perfect. You and Heidi were the perfect people to be around. So I thank you for your presence and you know to see you in your natural element, your natural habitat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is a natural habitat. <laughs> it was the, prop, the proper dimension for us all. Right, yeah. and I felt I felt extremely comfortable too, man. It felt I felt good 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 to be there and uh, to be around people who are, are all seeking the truth amen brother right on bro we'll have a good time out in north carolina bad fish is the band you're out with right now on tour well so i saw you're gonna be at the marquee in a couple weeks man so congrats with those yeah, isn't that funny i'm playing a home show yeah with this uh, band i've been on tour with for a while that's a first so, uh, Oza, really? yeah oza motley and know. and who else Oh, well, no, that show, that's with Captain Squeegee. Oh, that's a Captain Squeegee show. Okay, so... so Captain Squeegee is playing with Ozzy Motley and Squirrel Mud Zippers, and I'm actually flying out of this tour to play that show. Oh, okay. And then I'm flying back to this tour to play at Marquee three days later with this band. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. That's, <laughs> that's so hilarious. <laughs> that's great, dude. It's, it's a really, it's a hilarious circus right now, so I'm just glad to be on the phone with some friends back at home and just to know that the orbs are flying. Yes, we'll catch up with you maybe next Saturday if you have a moment to get away and talk to us. We'll be more than welcome. Yeah, yeah, just bug me. Heidi did a really good job. All right, we'll do that, man. <laughs> she even reminded me like five minutes after I was supposed to call. I know, right? <laughs> uh, dude, you missed your time slot. All right, bro, thanks for calling in, man. It's 420 right now. How appropriate is that to... Uh, to, hey, to, man, it's 620 over here, so you get your celebration on. we got to take a break, <laughs> man. Honor. Hurry up. There's only 20 seconds left. All right, dude, thanks for calling in, man. Be safe out there. Later, Have fun, Danny. dude. Peace and love. <laughs> All right, later, man. All right, we're going uh, to jam uh, some, some Floyd. I want to jam and play some Floyd. I'm going to come back with the uh, Uli. Oh, yeah. The Uli interview that I did. I'm excited to hear so, this. I've been hearing about it for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, so um, the original member of the Scorpions, I sat down with him. A half an hour interview. We're going to play a clip of that when we come back right here on Aliens with Gas.
aliens with gas that's it <laughs> that was a good song astronomy domain yes yeah. pink floyd a little og before uh Sid went crazy yeah. or maybe he was crazy at that time who knows Hard to say. Yeah, hard to say as well. All right, well, we are here for you on the Saturday afternoon. We do this live, and then it gets played on the radio the next night, and then podcast it on Monday. And we thank you for tuning in. We really do. And uh, the podcast, we have a lot of people from England listening in, and all over the world, basically, somebody's chiming in to the show. I don't know if they know what they're getting themselves into. It's pretty cool, man. I dig it. I dig it a lot. And thanks for following and supporting the show. We do do appreciate your time to take and either downloading or listening and you know yeah. leave some Sharing. comments yeah and if you want to be a part of the show too we have an email address it's uh, awg radio at gmail.com so just aliens with gas is the abbreviation awg radio at gmail.com for our email if you want to let us know some stories maybe a, a special guest down the road that you want to have on the show uh, maybe some music we can play from bands that have songs about spaciness and weirdness yeah Something like that. We would love to play them because we are on the FM dial on Sunday nights here in Phoenix, Arizona from an undisclosed location <laughs> at 99.1 <laughs> FM and 99.3 or 93.9 FM. And uh, <laughs> well, we're, we're on the voiceamerica.com variety channel right now. So you kind of know where we're at right. I guess, to a certain degree. If you Google. Um, all right. So we're going to play this interview with Uli John Roth. Now, I had a chance to chat with him. Now, this interview turned into be a really long conversation, so I'm not going to play the whole thing. What I'm going to do is we're going to overtime today's show, and the interview will be available on the overtime. Nice. Yeah, so that's what we'll do that. But in the meantime, I'm going to start the interview off. Now, this guy is traveling the world, playing his music. He's a guitar a phenom. I mean, people know who he is. He's an original member of the Scorpions, Uli John Roth. And I had a chance to sit with him and talk aliens with him and it was a really fascinating conversation and i can only get about a half an hour of it on tape oh man and i'm only going to play about six minutes of it right now well it was during ufo congress too you were having this discussion right in fact you were already at the conf i was at the congress so i was like all right well at least we're split up we can do more damage that way <laughs> so i was like all right i have an opportunity to interview him so I, it was just me and him but believe me i take i say two words and he just goes off awesome. so yeah he really loved the conversation and and he wasn't quite sure exactly what he was getting himself into when he first sat down with me. So that's where the conversation <laughs> begins. So we're going to listen to Uli John Roth talk about aliens right here on... Aliens. With gas. Man. So uh, what's this for then? So, all right. So I do a show. It's on Sunday nights here on the radio, and it's called Aliens. With oh, you're the alien guy. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I saw the um, I saw the website. He just showed it to Oh, me. right on. It's pretty cool. Yeah? Thank so you. So is it what... Like serious or tongue in cheek or both? Okay, so yeah, it's both. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, we have to have a little fun with it, you know? Because it, it, it can get pretty heavy, you know? Yeah. So you have to. I do stand up comedy too, so that helps a little bit with maybe seeing the bullshit. Or if it is bullshit, you know? I mean, it's hard to tell. Do you believe in aliens? Uh, I believe they exist, of course, actually. I've got no doubt in my mind uh, whether. All these sightings are true. It's a different matter, you know. I'm sure some of them are true, and uh, you know, I mean, scientifically, I, I read a book, a lot of books about, um, you know, quantum physics and astrophysics. I've always been interested in that. And um, 30, 40 years ago, a lot of people were laughing about the idea. Now they've seen there are so many Earth-like planets, or uh, you know, we. I mean, 40 years ago, we didn't even know 
if there are planets out there like ours, right. you know, some people said until it's proven and now they know. And the likelihood, probability uh, is like overwhelming, you know, it would be extremely strange if there wasn't. And, you know, everything else is pretty much the same in the universe. I mean, there's the same elements everywhere. Right. It's the same laws as far as we can tell. And uh, life um, I'm sure it's not unique to this planet. Well, it looks slightly different, probably, but maybe not even too different, because I think there's an original blueprint somewhere, you know, and um, just like a seed creates a, a tree, I think probably the same happens on, on many planets. But then again, of course, it's a question of the time frame, you know, because, <laughs> I mean, some civilizations will be way advanced compared to us, and we're possibly somewhere in the middle I don't know right we sometimes don't know. I don't think we're that advanced <laughs> you know um, and uh, yeah well I so, say we shouldn't be looking for planets that are too too intelligent you know well yeah yeah some of them might even exterminate us <laughs> right. which they think we're completely useless um, and some might be friendly I, I think there's probably both you know you, you will probably find both sides to, to that coin. So have know. you always had this thought or was there somewhere? To me there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, Ever you since know, you were it's young? Just, it's just something I, I'm convinced about, you know. Uh, you can't scientifically prove everything, you know. In fact, most of the things that are real, like our thoughts, our emotions, we, we can't really prove any of that unless or we don't know how any of that really works right. other than uh that it exists we know it exists you know but we know very very little you know so no i be i i classify that as inner knowledge it's something i feel i'm born with you know just like the knowledge of good and evil i know there are some things that are good i know some things are bad you know, it's just something you're born with somehow. Right. I, I, I Intuition, think. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I would never question uh, that, um, you know. And whether they look like green men from Mars or whatever, probably not. <laughs> or whether greys exist, I think they probably do, you know. And yeah, and maybe they, they are not benevolent. But I also have a feeling that there are some benevolent ones, you know. Um, maybe some of them may be even guiding mankind from from on high, you know, who knows, you right. know. I would be totally open to, to any of that. But you've never had a specific sighting or experience? Uh, or... I, I wouldn't say I've, I've had a, a sighting physically as such, um, or at least not knowingly, because very often when you look at the sky, uh, night sky, you see sometimes strange things that are kind of inexplicable, you think. But... I, I would say I've had um, dreams, maybe even some visions, you know, which is more clear than dreams um, of extraterrestrial origin, and um, that makes me even be more firmly convinced. And most of that was very benign, in right. fact, like way more advanced than we are. Right. You Almost know. they know we're delicate kind of creatures, you know. Yeah, we are like we are fragile, fragile. Maybe not so delicate. <laughs> delicate, some just, of us. Just the word. <laughs> yeah, not a good word. You know. Does any of this uh, have an impact on your music at all? Well, actually, yeah, I guess you know. Um, 
I've got some lyrics that uh, are related to that. Um, it's just all woven into the, the scheme of things, you know? Right. It's not really at the forefront of my mind, I would say. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's certainly something that, to me, is a given without being able to, to prove it. Right. I just, I just think I know. Can you, uh, can you name some songs? I wrote um, a big album in the 80s, which was called... Um, it wasn't like a big album in terms of sales. For me, it was a big album because it was a big achievement. So I spent a long time over it, you know, and I um, was pleased with the result. It was called Beyond the Astro Skies. And that opened up for, with a very long poem, um, Beyond the Astro Skies. It uh, was the name of the title of the poem. And that really delved into a lot of that, you know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aliens with gas, and that is Uli John Roth. Very fascinating conversation. He's really into it, man. Uh, oh yeah. Well, wait till He's the rest. Awesome. Of, yeah, the rest of the conversation gets pretty deep, and he talks about his Sky Academy, which to be the next segment, and then he we get into some the music frequencies and. And just more about just the future of humanity. You know, he's got a lot of thoughts on that. And That's it's awesome. Yeah, it's very fascinating conversation. So that'll be available on the podcast version on Monday. So more information, just go to our, our website. Alienswithgas.com. <laughs> <laughs> so the song he was talking about, Beyond the Astral Sky, is, is the, the album. And the song he's talking about is called I'm a River. So that's what uh, we're going to play right here. So check this out. Um, this is Uli John Roth. And again, you're dialed into with gas. At this point, uh, the examiner came running back into the room and opened my mouth and started tugging at my teeth. And I said to the leader, what is he doing? And he said, we're very, very puzzled. Why are Barney's teeth removable and yours are not? At that point, we left the craft and went back to the car and we stood there by the car and we watched the craft leave. We saw it become surrounded by a fiery, revolving mass of some kind. We could see the UFO in the middle of this. And it lifted up, dipped down, went right straight up, and was gone. I received a copy of the radar report from Pease Air Force Base, where they had tracked an unidentified craft at 2.14 a.m. in the mo- about the time, just about the time we estimate that the UFO left. We went back and we found the spot where we were captured. It was not a fantasy. It was a real experience. And I believe that I have enough evidence to establish that. Aliens. With gas. And that is Betty Hill again with the testimony. Whoa. False teeth, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. My, the second thing I thought of was I wonder how long she had to wait in the waiting room. <laughs> Did she have any magazines to read while she was waiting? That's what I want to know. They just make her stare at the 
uh, Someone be with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of bizarre. It seems like it's kind of a busy scene going on with a lot of people around, you know? Right. So that's kind of or interesting. extraterrestrials around. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. You, <laughs> who knows what it is? But uh, the, the that, that's part of a clip I saw online. Now, this also included a clip from Stanton Friedman, who had, like, is narrating a little bit throughout the, the video clip. So the whole video clip's about six minutes. The Betty Hill stuff is about two and a half of that. And Stanton's a, a little bit of that. But here's a clip of that. Nice. And here's Stanton Freeman. Now, mind you, this is like probably in the 60s when this was done. So, I first met Betty and Barney Hill in November 1968. I've spent a great deal of time since then investigating their abduction. I've talked to Dr. Benjamin Simon about his hypnosis sessions. I've listened to the tapes of those sessions. And I've looked at Marjorie Fish's star map work in great depth. It seems clear to me that Betty and Barney Hill were taken on board a flying saucer in New Hampshire in 1961. The story must be taken at face value. It's true. Wow. <laughs> there you go. He sounds so younger. <laughs> like how that's weird how like a person's voice, like after right. talking to him in person and then right. like, whoa, that was like 40-ish <laughs> plus years <laughs> right, ago. That's a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. And it should be taken at face value. It's true. You know? uh, yeah, absolutely. He really, yeah. A lot of people believe that that actually happened to them. Right. Like uh, Kathleen was saying, um, Barney had had like newer shoes on. And after this incident occurred, he had to go get new shoes because they were so scuffed up because he has a memory of these beings like carrying him over some gravel, you know, like right. he wouldn't like stand up. And so his like dragon feet were feet. dragging. Well, I think her dress was cut in a lot of different places right. and, and what have you. And just some of the things she said, you know, just it's hard to, you yeah. know. Can't dispute it in the radar. Sure. Right. You know. Right. So there it is. I mean, back then it seemed to be more open in the conversation, I think. You know, yeah. it's more maybe, maybe there was a lot of people out there that I'm sure were faking this, you know. But yeah. the fact of the matter is when it's something like this and it's kind of hard to deny it. Well, at some point they decided... Um, you know don't give out these radar informations and whatnot you know right. they stop doing it and why did they stop doing it it was it has something to do with blue book report i know that but um that'd be you know stanton's well maybe it was getting so out of control maybe there were so many people reporting it that they were like all right we got to really quell this we got to stop this kind of uh talk so let's just not report it anymore everyone ixnay on the ufoa you know, right. or, or the F O O A. Can I pick Latin correctly? <laughs> All right. I like not being grammatically correct on the show. <laughs> Aliens with Gas is the program you're listening to. We, we are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show, airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel, the live version of the show. And then it gets radio played on Sunday nights in Phoenix, Arizona. And that is on 99.1 FM in the East Valley and on 93.9 FM in the West Valley of Phoenix, Arizona. And then on Monday, it is available on podcast on SoundCloud and then also on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. So plenty of ways to check out the show. It's all edited down. You only hear the music on this program and on the radio program. The podcast does not have the music, so it's condensed with just the conversation. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview after this show's over on our overtime 
And I dig that because you're doing the, the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you? I am. Because <laughs> I have you, a, is that what you're doing? a theremin app right. on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin. If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know I'm playing it right now. Okay. You know I am. So this was a scene in the Brady Bunch right. where Peter and Bobby ratted on Greg for coming in late one night. Right. And this is Greg's revenge on these two by creating a fake UFO sighting with the sound that you're doing. Right. But he's got, they had a theremin. <laughs> but he was using like a like a mouthpiece is what this was supposed to be. So, so let the hilarity ensue. The UFO! It's back! <laughs> 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 yeah, you didn't go high enough. You getting good pictures? Yeah, but I wish it'd stand still. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm the wrong way. <laughs> Never gets old. That's great. <laughs> that was a good call right there. Hey, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, you just got to find that higher pitch though next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play a song. We'll come back, and then we'll talk about the Phoenix boom. Yeah. That happened a couple nights ago right Thursday here. Thursday night. Yeah. Well, I didn't know about it. I wasn't in the area. But these guys might have been. They're called Black Bottom Lighters, and I really dig these guys. And when they have a moment from their tour, they will definitely join us for a show. Yes. Because they're a lot of fun to hang with, and I'm sure they will love this conversation, too. So the band is called Black Bottom Lighters. Two or 2000 is the album, and this is called Astronauts. Right here on Aliens with Gas. A tour 2000 is the album, by the way. They're on tour with Catastro, and I believe they are in Flagstaff tonight. Nice. Yeah, and a pretty cool show lineup right there. All right, well, we are here for you for another uh, nine minutes. Nine minutes. And then we get out of here for another week. So we'll uh, come back another uh, week with some more guests, and who knows what we're going to be talking about. I guess whatever happens out and about, it kind of dictates our conversation. For sure. And we like to tie in a little bit of the past and obviously keep it real current. And real current was a couple nights ago right here in Phoenix. A phenomenon happened. On Thursday night. Phenomenon. (laughs) Phenomenon. (laughs) Phenomenon. (laughs) All right, never mind. (laughs) That's a perfect one. All right, so we had something really... It happened at 8.30 at night. I I remember where I I was, and I don't remember feeling or hearing or seeing anything. Hmm. And... I heard it. You did. Yeah, I was inside, but I just honestly, I thought it was the wind because it was very windy that night. Um, but then it was a couple hours later, I noticed, you know, people posting about all this stuff online. And I'm like, oh, wait, oh, that wasn't wind. Um, but some people reported shaking. Um, some just heard, you know, these strange, boomy type sounds. And it seemed like, I guess it was like a couple of years ago, it seemed like it used to happen a whole lot. People were always reporting these things. Uh, and it's just like this weird, like ethereal sound outside coming from everywhere. And, you know, there's theories. It's the earth. It's, you know, lightning. It's right. this, But, you know, there was, there was no lightning that night. And um, for people's houses to shake, you know, they thought it was an earthquake. But there, the um, geological survey had said no earthquakes. I remember a couple of years ago, I was kicking back and just chilling on my dinner table and 
feeling like so, you know sometimes you just feel like something moved just a little bit like for yourself like your body's moving just for some reason right and then like what was that i didn't realize it and it turned out it was an earthquake in san diego hmm. that shook that i wow. felt but i was in a really like chill state of mind and, and so i kept with more maybe just relaxed and uh that's what I felt. I, but this one, I mean, I, I can't recall anything, any kind of feeling. And then for spe- especially for it being a, a mass feeling that everyone had, it just, I'm surprised yeah. I missed it. Yeah, you just, it might have just been the building you were in right. or, you know, wherever you were. I mean, it didn't last very long. I mean, it was like not long at all. I don't know how long it was. It was like 20 seconds. But there's no proof probably. of anything as far as sonic booms or... No, and I was even looking around online like did somebody... Was somebody outside when it happened? Happened to be filming something and, you know, caught it on video, some sound, and so far I haven't been able to find anything. How long did it last? It was probably like 20 seconds. Like, that's what I remember it was. I don't know how long everyone else was reporting it. Um, but... You know, who, I don't know what this is. Like, could it be aliens? Somebody put down, <laughs> they said, uh, I, w- I felt like, it felt like somebody drove into my house. Then something fell off my counter. Yeah. See, some people had, it It was very um, like that. Like, it, they must have been closer to wherever the center of this thing was. Right. Because, I mean, there was uh, one of our friends, Tasha, she, she said her whole house shook. It's, you know, it's pretty crazy. Right. More things are happening around here, I think. You feel that or no? Yeah, Do you? like something's, something's happening. Right. And, you know, is it because maybe I've decided to, like, really actually keep looking at stuff more and not worry so much about my daily life after my awesome International UFO Congress experience? <laughs> right. I was like, wait, I like knowing about this stuff. I like learning about it. I like trying to figure it out. I like paying attention. Um, although I always feel like I pay attention, but these booms and stuff, you know, they, there haven't been a lot of reports of them recently and I don't know what it is. It's some people think it's, you know, cloaked, um, spacecraft having their alien war up there, extraterrestrial war. Sorry. I'm trying to like use the proper terminology. Possibly. I don't know about yeah. the whole extraterrestrial war thing going on. I think there'd be more with a lot of eyes in the sky as they are already. I think there'd mm. be seen already by a lot of people you know pew 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 right (laughs) (laughs) would they be like (laughs) but what if it like happened way far away and that was like the sound coming (laughs) i don't know or is the earth talking to us is the earth going like hey everybody right be cool right because there are some places or videos i've seen of just the natural sound of the planet maybe it is that i mean maybe it was a burp (laughs) you know an earth burp (laughs) You know, I mean, because I think about it, we're we're all attached to this planet. I mean, we're all, in essence, connected to everything that we stand on. I mean, I, yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of cement, you know, right. I, but, you know, we created that cement out of the planet that we live on. Well, so it's all connected in some way. For sure. And sometimes, like, I get freaked out that we live in the mouth of a very old volcano. Right. <laughs> the, va- the whole valley is. Oh, and okay. so then when things like this happen, I'm like, oh, dude, is there, like something going on down there would they tell us right if it was so we could you know exit stage left or right <laughs> i don't know if they would tell us i, I don't, don't think know. they're ready for that yet but i mean if that's if it starts happening often i don't know i'm gonna probably you know go out of town 
more often. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, we're out of our time now. Oh, man. I know, right? Already? Yes, already. So thanks Bummers. for tuning in. I know, but uh, you can catch us on the radio tomorrow. It's just what you just heard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's going to be cleaned up a little Listen bit. Listen again. Maybe yeah. you missed something. And don't forget, we're going to play the full interview of my time with Uli John Roth and his uh, conversation about our conversation about aliens and uh, and life on this planet. So it gets really deep and really cool. And that's all available on the podcast, which will be available on Monday. So catch nice. the radio version tomorrow night, 99.1 FM and 93.9 FM in Phoenix, Arizona. Podcast us on Monday and on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and tune in and find us on Facebook. But our real, really our home base is alienswithgas.com yes the extraterrestrial rock show so thanks for tuning in right here on the voiceamerica.com variety channel and we will talk to you next Saturday again at 2pm pacific time and uh, once again thank you for tuning into aliens with gas man fuck let's fuck the skies.